Blog Talk Radio. For I am also, for I 
living life. He says, look here, I'm a living witness. Jack, when I have that cast away, his people come. You know what he did for me. In the book of Acts chapter 9, right? He made sure he got my attention, right? I know he cast away his people. What he did for me, he put some darkness in my eyes, right? And told me to go see some Ananias. Is that right? I know he hasn't cast away Israel or I wouldn't be here talking to you. Is that right? I am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham. I come from the bloodline of Abraham. Come on. Of the tribe of Benjamin. Verse number two, what did he say? Verse two. Mm-hmm. Yahweh has not cast away his people. Which, Why? Which he for no for he for knew. So he for knew. So, so Yahweh knew who Israel was going to make, right? Mm-hmm. He knew that the agreement. Let's, let's see if we can read exactly what Yahweh was on. Young man, brother Titus, I'm right to uh, the book of Psalm 78 right quick. Because Yahweh made a statement that he already knew what Israel was going to do, right? Yahweh. Psalm 78, let's see if he make a statement in the book of, let's see if I can lay my eyes on this statement that he made. In the book of Psalm 78, let's see if I can grab this statement. Let's pick it up at verse number 35, young lad. The book of Psalm 78, 35 to 37. Let's see what signifies on what he know about Israel, right? Psalm 78, and then nobody going to have to tell him. Psalm 78, 35 through 37, young lad. What are you talking about? The book of Psalms, chapter 78, verse 35 to 37. Yes, sir. Psalm 78, verse 35, read. What do you read? And they remember that Yahweh was their rock. They remember Yahweh was their rock. And the high Yahweh. Their Redeemer. Verse 36, what did they do? 36, nevertheless, they did, they did flatter him with their mouth. Go ahead. And they lied unto him <laughs> with their tongue. So Yahweh knows it's of Israel now. Through and through, right? Mm-hmm. Verse 37, get that out of the way. Verse 37. Uh-huh. Well, everybody was not right. Go ahead. Neither were they steadfast in his covenant. So he understood Israel was low down. Mr. Preacher, he ain't did away with his people. Even Paul told you that, right? Yahweh ain't kept away his people with you for you. Romans 10, verse 2, 11, verse 2. <laughs> Romans 11, verse 2, brother. We're going to get us to the deal with Tom, man. I'm going to get all out of the way. Romans chapter 11, verse 2. Yes, man. Verse 2. What do you say? Yahweh has not cast away his people. Yahweh has not.
I'm looking at. Give uh, me one second, there, you know, Maybe I can pull it out. Proverbs chapter. I'm stuck on this one. So uh, I better just stop running my jibber jabber. <laughs> Let me see if I can lay my eyes on it right quick, though. Uh, let's look at uh, Proverbs chapter 7. Let me see if I can. We can just look up on it. Proverbs chapter 7, young lion. Let's look at verse number 1 and 2. Proverbs chapter 7, verse number 1 and 2. The book of Proverbs chapter 7, verse 1 and verse 2. Proverbs chapter 7, verse 1 reads, My son, keep my words, and lay up my commandments, my law, with you. Verse 2, keep my commandments and live, and my law, as the apple of your eye. Read another verse, uh, Verse 3. Uh, write them upon your fingers. Write them upon, upon the table of your mind. Read a little bit more of that. Verse 4. Mm-hmm. Says the wisdom, you are my sister. Uh-huh. And call understanding to your kinsman. Mm-hmm. Verse 5. Let's, let's get another way. We ain't even running to it. <laughs> so I'm going to let it. Go ahead. Having a father's name. 
This is what I put on the table, right? Verse 26. Verse 26. Mm-hmm. And the other figure to Moses' saying. Well, yeah, quite a figure to Moses' saying what? Verse 27. Mm-hmm. Also, on the tenth day of this seventh month. So on the tenth day of the seventh month, what's going on? That shall be a day of atonement. He said there's going to be a, that should be a day of atonement, please. It shall be an righteous gathering. Mm-hmm. Come on. And you shall take your soul. Come on with it. And offer an offering made by fire unto the Yahweh. So you get a little separate. Let's read this, young man. 2 Samuel chapter 21. Book of 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 21. I'm going to the book of 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 21. 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 21. Yes, sir. Zechariah chapter 7, verse 21 reads. What do you read? For Yahweh gave him straight commandments. Yahweh gave him straight commandments. Go ahead. The first day came. Mm-hmm. What they should do to live. So Yahweh told us exactly what we need to do to live, right? Go ahead. You know they came. Mm-hmm. And what they should observe to avoid punishment. He also told us how to avoid punishment, right? Yeah, well. I'm going to the book of 2nd young lad, chapter 14. And let's pick it up at verse number 28 through 34. Let's read a little bit of this. 2nd Andrews chapter 14, 28 through 28 through 30, 34, young lad. We're going to 2nd Andrews chapter 14. Let's read down to 35. Let's get that in, young lad. 2nd Andrews chapter 14, verse 28. The 30, was it 35? Yes, sir. The 3 down to 35. Second Ezra, chapter 14. Mm-hmm. Verse 28 reads. What do you read? It is words. Oh, yes, read. So he's he, 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 the historical Everything that Yahweh gave us, our inheritance, he 
quotation is toward in verse 25, what he say, Mother? Verse 25 and 26. Come on. 
came not. They come not. That have no rain. Go ahead, read up. There's to be the plague wherewith Yahweh will smite the heathen nation that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacles. If they don't keep the feast, Yahweh will say, you ain't getting no kind of crop this year. Is that right? Verse 19, and this should be the punishment of Egypt, look at Eve, and the punishment of all the nations that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacles. Verse 20, come on. Verse 20, in that day, in that day, should there be upon the bells of the horse, go ahead, righteousness unto Yahweh. Righteousness to Yahweh, come up. And the pot in Yahweh's temple. Shall be like the bones before the altar. We're gonna we gonna just add a, a little a little piece of <laughs> we're gonna add a little piece to this thing. Uh, this, now this now this this ain't dealing with the subject, but I can't just walk past it. Like I said, take your time, take your time,
of your own country are a stranger that sojourn among you. Verse number 30, what do you say? Verse 30. Mm-hmm. For on that day shall, on that day shall what? the priest mm-hmm. make an atonement for you Great. to cleanse you that. So, so, so the day of atonement is to do what? And he, and he shall do no work in, in that same day. 
the day of atonement. But it is a day of atonement. And nothing going on on the day of atonement, right? Go ahead. To make an atonement for you. To make an atonement for you. Go ahead. For the Yahweh, your Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Everybody now. For who, whatsoever souls it be, that shall not be afflicted in that same day. What about it? He shall be cut off from among his people. For 30, come on. 30. Uh-huh. And whosoever and whatsoever Yeah, right. 
look at uh, the book of Esther. I'm going to give me a few more here and I'm going to get on out of the way. So, to, to afflict our soul means it's tied into fasting, right? Let's write to the book of Esther, chapter 4. Uh, young line, Brother Makai, Israel, see you right The book of Esther, chapter 4. And let's see that verse number 1. Go back to chapter 4, verse number 1, young lion. Going over to the book of Esther. Chapter 4. We're going to pick it up at verse number 1. Yes, sir. The book of Esther. Chapter 4. We're picking up at verse number 1. Verse 1 reads. Let me read. When Mordecai perceived all that was done, mm-hmm. Mordecai rent his clothes and put on sackcloth with ash. And went out into the midst of the city mm-hmm. and cried with a loud and a bitter cry. Come down to verse number 13 to 16. Let's see what's going on here. The book of Ephesus, chapter 4. The book of Ephesus. 13 to 16. Right, we're going to the book of Ephesus. Chapter 4. Verse 13 down to verse number 16. Yes, sir. Verse 13 reads. What do you read? Then Mordecai commanded to after after. Mm-hmm. Think not with yourself. Think not with yourself. That you shall escape in the king's house. Come on with it. More than all that I got you. Verse 14, what do you say? Verse 14. Slow it down a little bit. Let, let the young brother get there. We got him. We got him. We got him. We got him, Dolly Yahweh. He's in good hands. Young lion got him. He's in good hands with the young lion.
Ephesians 5, 26, Lord of Yahweh. Ephesians 
according to thy word. Yeah. That word again. Let's preach that again. Go to Isaiah. Go to Isaiah chapter 1, 16. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 16. Uh, Mother E. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 16. Yes, ma'am. I do have the one. Great, thank you, thank you. You said it to you, you said it
Now one. So we clear that is word real quick. All right. So we preach out what that water is. That water real quick. He said, get them water for their thirst. Real quick. Let's go to John real quick. We're going to book of John. Go to the book of John to see what I want. Go to the book of John, chapter. All right. Make that John chapter 4. We're going to John chapter 4. John chapter 4. We're going to pick it up at uh, real quick. John chapter 4. We're going to pick it up at uh, verse 7. Verse 7. Make that uh, John chapter 4, verse 10. We're going to get down verse 13 and 14. John chapter 4, verse 10, 13 and 14. Glory to Yahweh. Glory to Yahweh, Israel. St. John chapter 4, verse 4, I mean chapter 4, verse 10, 13, and 14. St. John chapter 4, verse 10, 13, and 14. John what? Chapter 4, verse 10, read. Yahweh, the son of, Yahweh, the father, answered and said unto her, if thou knowest the gift of YHWH the Father, and who it is that said to you, Give me to drink, you wouldest have asked him of him, and we would have given the living water. What kind of water? Living water. Verse 13 reads YHWH, the son of YHWH the Father, answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. Verse 14. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. Mm. That's what you want. Breathe, up. Everlasting life. Bring it up to everlasting life. What's the precept to that? What's the precept to that? It happened around on a feast day. Y'all go up to that. It happened around on a feast and on a, on a feast day in St. John chapter seven. Hallelujah. That's right. It happened around the feast day. He come up with that great big old feast. Talk that talk. Remember, once you, once you come out of the atonement, that's a sign. And when you get off into the tabernacle, that means that you are on the the throwdown, the blood cleansing, the atonement. Now you're going into everlasting life. That's how important that seven-day feast is. Right? That's an eternity feast. That means you survive. You survive that seventh trumpet. You survived seeing so many dead bodies everywhere. You was around the bearing of the body. 
What did they change inside of in verse 6 compared to verse number 1? What name? They call the Jews now. They call the Jews now. Now you see that? Now, now we got to go find out, can you do that? See what's going on? That's what we're trying to show you. Can you change the name of Judah and call them Jews? When at first when you was reading in 2 Kings chapter uh, 15, 36, 37, and then in six, chapter 16, verse 1, it was always called Judah. This is the first time it was called Jews. Let me, uh, let me, get, let me get a precept there, young King Israel. Because he says they was called Judah, but now they call it Jews. So well, what is the rules and regulations according to Deuteronomy 4, 1 and 2? Hallelujah. Well, that's what the, rule, the rules is. You want me to find the rules there, like what time school started, what class you supposed to be for follow the rules. Let's see the rule is. Let's see, can you use one name and come back with another name? Let's see what the rules is, brother T. Israel. We're going to Deuteronomy 4, 1 and 2. Let's find what the rules is. And who got to apply these rules? Everybody ain't got to apply the rules. But here's the people got to apply the rules. Chapter four, four, one and two. Now, would you get ready to read that, Brother T. Israel, on the ones that you are bloodline descendants of these people right here? You got to apply the rules. Your nationality and your forefathers and mothers. 
He's talking about your forefathers and mothers. You're not reading the book. Because we read it. They're talking about your forefathers and mothers. When you read 4.1, it says, listen, O Israel. He said, that's talking about me and my forefathers and mothers. So when you get to get on with your brothers and let them know this stuff, talking about us. So we got to apply this to get our blessing. Read 4.1 again. And when you, when you read the word Israel, he said, that's talking about me. Read the word Israel, he said, read for one again. Deuteronomy 12, verse 1, and it reads, What do you read? Now, therefore, hearken, O Israel, unto the Stop it there. Hearken, O Israel, that's what we're supposed to say. That's talking about who? Judah. That's talking about me. I'm Judah. I'm one of the tribes of Israel. See, we got to read this Bible like we read it based upon this is our history. This is what we got to know. So when you read, Hear, O Israel, a lot of us drop in your head, that's talking about me and my forefathers and mothers. This is what it's talking about. We got to listen. I got to listen. I got to listen. I got to be prepared to teach my brother. And that's a lot of power for him. But when you start teaching him, see? So when you see the word, hear, O Israel, a long go off of your head, say that's talking about me. I'm from the tribe of Judah. So I, and I'm the lead tribe, and I got to hear this. Hear what? Go ahead and read. Verse 2. Hear what? What I got to hear and apply. Verse 2. Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish out from it, that ye say that, that ye may keep the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you. So when you was reading by the, you was reading Judah, and they had Jew, somebody been found what? Go to Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6, you now go to Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6. See, see, you got to take the same lesson and him, your big brother, and work him over a little bit. And you keep on working him over a little bit, he'll wear him in. I, I, I better get me some over here because my little brother got a bit of work me over like the way he's doing me now. <laughs> you can work him over a little bit. That's what take the index card and work him over a little bit. Proverbs 6. 30, verse 5 and 6. Proverbs. This is a precept to hear, O Israel. Yeah, well. What? 5 and 6. My verse 35 and 6. Chapter 30, verse 5 and verse number 6. Proverbs 30, verse
to the word good, then it's found for what in your eyesight? A lie. So now you know somebody lying. So for anytime somebody lies, you got to keep it out of them for forever now. If he's a liar, you can never trust him. So if he had the word Jew in for Judah, I know somebody lying. And I got to find out who lying. Back to the young lion. That's it. All right. Are you clear? All right, with that understanding, that's what you got to end that cards real quick. We go back to where you was at. You got something fast? All right, so you was at uh, John chapter 7. You got the book of John chapter 7. We just coming right back to you. Your bookmark. Okay. All right, John chapter 7, uh, read verse 2. But that understand it, so. John chapter 7, verse 2. And it reads, Now the Jews reached a tabernacle. Now, what verse should be there then? What verse? What verse? Now that we know that. Jew, you put polluted for Judah. 
right, uh, real quick. Let's how we greet each other real quick. We're going to go to Ruth. We're going to go to the Book of Ruth. Because the world, that's right, the world say, how are you doing, goodbye, hello. No, we don't care ourselves like that. No. Remember, we teach it for the last morning, so when you hear any kind of errors, you correct it because you're correcting, you have to be Y'all go out. We ain't kicking for our own feelings. That's right. You brought a national audience. That's right. How does we greet one another? For the national audience, we don't come on the airway by ourselves. We don't feed ourselves. So when any of the six morning cats make an error, you go ready to your teaching mode. Y'all go out. Come on, I need to be straightened up. That's right. We're going to book a route real quick. Go to the book of Ruth, chapter 2, verse 4. The book of Ruth, chapter 2, verse 4. Go to the book of Ruth. All right, uh, Mother Eve. Go to the book of Ruth, chapter 2, verse 4. That's how we respond. That's how we greet each other. We don't say hello, goodbye, how are you. We don't say none of that. And uh, we're going to preach up that there's going to be a time that we're going to forget all of it. That time is now. That time the is now. The National Order. We're going to uh, let's see what David said about that in Psalms 129. We're going to Psalms 129. Verse 8, Psalms 
Even the angel came, let it be known that, hey, Yahweh bless you and Yahweh be with you. Yes. That's how the ministry spirits go and come. So uh, now when we read Luke chapter 128, knowing the, the protocol for the 12 tribes of Israel, even with the ministering spirits, we know when he came in Luke chapter 1, verse 28, he let it be known when the angel came in unto her and said, Yahweh bless you, you that are highly favored, the Yahweh is with you. Blessed are you among women. See, you, you got to look at the scripture, and you, you, see him, you see him say that Yahweh is with you. That means probably something was said before that. And that's why you pull out your group. Chapter 2, verse number 4. You preach up your Bible, you just understand it like they weren't saying no hell. We go to group of chapter 2 and pick it up at verse number 4. We the church in Israel. So we know the link. And we go read our Bible and preach up our Bible and see that if the angel said Yahweh be, uh, 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 Yahweh is with you, then obviously he said something before that. If Yahweh bless you. Now, sister, uh, sister, uh, 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 uh daughter Yahweh, the first chapter last Thessalonians chapter 3, verse number 16. Okay, 2 Thessalonians 3.16. Yes, ma'am.
they call their land after their own name. Right, for example, this is that say when you move in a home or an apartment, you don't keep that, uh, you don't put your name in there. You remove their name that was there before you, you put your name there. You don't put your, you call your land after your own name. As a matter of fact, we're going to leave an example how you call your lands, lands off their own name. We're going to get a case of point real quick. Are we going to see what I want? Go to Judges real quick, for example. Go to the book of Judges. Go to the book of Judges real quick. All right, we're going to the book of Judges. I'm trying to see if I'm on point. All right. Okay. I'm at Judges chapter... Judges chapter 5. Hey, uh, Elder Yada, some more point? Nah, I'm trying to see the box. Let me give him a uh, case of point when you call your land after your own name. You know that. Um, so judges. Oh, yeah, Judges 1829. Just a case of point, real quick. We're going to Judges chapter 18, verse 29. Judges chapter 18, verse 29. All right, the Lord of Yahweh. Judges chapter 18, verse 29. 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 Judges chapter 18, Judges chapter 18, verse 29. Judges chapter 18, verse 29. Judges chapter 18, verse 29. Judges 18, 29, read. And they called the name of the city Dan. After the name of Dan their father, who was born unto Israel, how be it? The name of the city was Laish at first. Mm-hmm. You see that? That's in the case of point. You tell take over land. You're gonna name it after yourself. Mm-hmm. Name it after yourself. So they said that name had a name, but that was was at the first. When he got there, he took that land real quick. Let's have, for example, like in Judges real quick. Let's see a case of point in the book of Judges. See what I want in Judges. Let's go to Judges chapter 1 real quick. We're going to Judges chapter 1. All right, we're going to Judges chapter 1, 
We're going to pick it up at uh, verse 1, 1, 2, and 3, 7, and 8. Judges chapter 1, 2, and 3, 7, and 8. All right, Judges chapter 1, verse 1 and 3, 7 and 8. The bones on the side of the bones on the All right, uh, Sister Sarah, give me uh, Judges chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3, and 7 and verse 8. Going to the book of Judges chapter 1, verse 1 through 3, 7 and 8. Verse 1 reads, Now after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Yahweh, saying, Who shall go up for us against the Canaanites? First, the fight against them. Verse 2, the Yahweh said, Yada Judah shall go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into his hands. Verse 3, Yada Judah said unto Simeon his brother, Come up with me into my lot, that we may fight against the Canaanites, and I likewise will go with you into your lot. So Simeon went with him. Verse 7, and Adani, Bezek, said, Threescore and ten kings, having their thumbs and their great toes cut off, gathered their meat under my table. And as I have done, so Yahweh have requited me. And they brought him to Yada Judah. No, 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 let's, let's, let's read it exactly like it is. Let's read it. So, yeah, let's read exactly how it is. Cause it's gonna, it's and they gonna, brought him. To Jerusalem. Uh huh. And there he died. Okay, there you go, verse 8. Verse 8. Now the children of Yadah Judah have fought against Yad Jerusalem and had taken it and smitten it with the edge of the sword and set the city on fire. See that? So, right there, that man, that was one of the uh, Canaanite boys of. Uh, These are the tables of nations. 
You don't come from one of these three sons of Lord. You don't exist here. See that? We're going to Genesis chapter 10, verse 6. Then we're going to skip down verse 13 to 16 until we get a name. Genesis chapter 10, verse 6. Then 13 to 16. All right, brother, see Israel. Genesis chapter 10, verse 6. And then read verse 13, 14, 15, and 16. Yeah, he's second is in that. Yeah, you up, what? He's warming up. He's warming up all the way up, bro. He's been in that farm at 4 p.m. long enough. You ain't throw out some home runs. Strikes. Ain't hitting no home runs. The last thing on is just that's why the education is so dumbed down so bad. It's not our education anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 10, verse 6. Matter of fact, give me Genesis. Pick it up at uh, Genesis chapter 10, verse 5 and 6, 13 and 16. Verse 16. Yeah, and, and the Ubisite mm. and the 
Bible fight. Okay. Now, we just read the read a, read a name in verse 16. Now, Jebusite. Who is the Jebusite father? Read verse, read verse, six, verse, read verse 15. And Canaan begot, Canaan, begot who? Begot who? Canaan, Canaan, Canaan begot Sidon. 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 The Jebusite father. Canaan. Canaan. Okay, now who's Canaan's father is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can read. We can read.
know by being a leader of the 12 tribes of Israel. He's the head man. But he let you know by example what he going to do. So he got to lead by example, ain't that right? Well, so as for me, we're going to serve so what? We're going to serve some YHWA. That's what we're going to serve. Is that right? All right, good. Now, come on back, our daughter. So he said, I asked me, that's what we going to do. So he said, you ain't know what he going to do. He going to take the lead, and he going to serve who? YHWA. I need to know a priest on that. Back up to Genesis, uh, Mother Z. I made a priest up in 18 chapter, Mother Z. I just stand a priest up. See, one thing about it, they are, the Bible always will give you a precept or something. It comes to you. So now, so the precept, so this is what we got to watch in time to come. We got to watch time to come in 18 chapters. Because a, a great big statement was made, and we want to hear what was said. A great big statement was, was, was made in, the first, in verse 18. He made a profound statement. And um and matter of fact, the Almighty Son was speaking to the angels. He said something. Now I'm certain right now. But what did he say? He said a profound statement in eighteen chapters. He was he was talking to the angels. And and young lines to sixteen out of verse eighteen, right? Yeah, he was okay, well, let me, let me hear what you're saying. I want to hear when he, when he was, um, mm-hmm. when he was talking to the angels. What verse is that he was talking to the angels? Mm-hmm. Uh, verse 16. Okay, what he said to the angels? Mm-hmm. Book of, uh, listen, listen to what he said, uh, verse 18, Rip. In the book of Genesis, chapter 18, verse 16, read. And the man rose up from there and looked towards Solomon, and Abraham.
verse 4, and with you there shall be a man of every tribe. There shall be a man of every tribe. Every so, one. Yes. Head of the house of Israel. And this man is supposed to be what? Head of the house. Head. You hear that, young king? So you remember, I don't care how much money this woman you're going to need in time to come. But when it comes down to the headship, who's going to be the head of it? Man. I don't care how much money she makes. You, you got it? You got it? You got to be the head. I don't care how much money she makes. Is that what we read in verse 4? Yes, that's what we read. That's what we read. Remember. It's always, if that's what we read out of the Bible. See, if we follow the Bible, like he told like he told us, I know what Abraham's going to do, and, and I, I know what Abraham's doing, he's going to bless him for it. See, that's the point. You want the blessing. You want to get out from the blessing and get into the blessing. I don't get no blessing unless you follow this Bible. If you follow this Bible, you're not going to get the blessing. So he's not going to bless you until you do Bible. Come back and read again, 18, 19, again, uh, Brother McCarthy. Read again, 18, 19. I'm going to show you the benefit of this thing. Genesis 18, verse 19. The benefit of this. You must know the benefit of Going back to the book of Genesis. We're going to pick it up in chapter 18. We want to read verse number 18 and verse number 19. Yeah, read 19 on. All of these 19. All right, verse number 19, read. Listen, God. For well, I know him. I know him. That he will command his children. He will command his children. And his household. And after his him. household. After him. After him. And they shall keep the way. And they're going to keep the way. Of the Yahweh. Of the Yahweh. To do justice. Yes, yes. And judgment. Judgment. That's the Y-H-W-H Yahweh. Now, wait a minute. Now, now here comes come the Y-H-W-H Yahweh. May bring upon Abraham. That which he had spoken of him. See that? So you see, you didn't hear that? So Yahweh ain't gonna kick in till you kick in. So you gotta understand something. We, we hold ourselves back, 12 tribes, especially six and on account, because Yahweh ain't gonna kick in till you kick in. You got to reflect this Bible for him to kick in. Children land is all over, north, east, south, and west. But Yahweh waits for us to kick in to what he got applied to his Bible. If he gives the increase of tomorrow, we're still out of order because we're still not following the rules of the Bible. This Bible got rules and orders in this Bible, and we got to follow these orders. Then Yahweh is going to bless this ministry all the camp, and we're going to see the blessing of Yahweh hold on us once we line up with this Bible. But we got to know how this Bible operates in order. Now, what was what, what, what we left off on? Yahweh. If a man bow, bow to Yahweh. Or 
or swear an oath to bind his soul with uh, your bones. Oh yeah. He shall not break his word. Mm-hmm. He shall do according to all that proceed out of his mouth. So, suppose he he vowed a vow, but he broke the vow that he made. Do you know what happens if you break a vow that once you have made the vow and you talk about you know what, what happens? Brother um, T. Israel, let's tell you what happens when you vow a vow to Yahweh and all of a sudden you break the vow that you made to Yahweh and you break it. Do you know what really it caused to happen? The trigger down happened. You vow a vow to Yahweh and you break the vow. Do you know what happened that we can read? We go on to Joshua chapter. We go on to Joshua chapter seven there. Now I'm right. And we're gonna look at something that Joshua said. He said something he said. We wanna take a look at what he said. In the seventh chapter, what did he say in verse 12 and 13? Let's, let's, let's see what he says in 12 and 13. Here we go. Bag up and see. We'll be able to get out of here. Verse 12 and 13. Joshua chapter 7. What a nice noise. Listen real good. So once you become a Yahweh man, you break your, your rules, your mouth. Let's see what's going on in 7, verse 12 and 13. Book of Joshua, chapter 7, verse 12 and verse 13. Joshua, chapter 7, verse 12. Therefore, the children of Israel cannot stand before their enemies. So they're not going to be able to stand before your enemies. Go ahead. But turn their back. You, you, you always be in a turn your back move. Before their enemies. Before your enemies. Because they were a curse. Because you become a what? A curse. Go ahead, Rudy. Neither will I be with you anymore. And Yahweh is not going to even be with you no more. See, once you bow a bow to Yahweh, and you bag with from that bow, Yahweh says, what? I will not be with you anymore. I ain't going to be with you no more. You out there on your own? Go ahead, Rudy. Accept your sword to a curse from among you. That means you got to repent. And you got to remove the curse thing that you have been. If you say something out of your mouth and you don't apply what's in your mouth, you put a curse on yourself. But guess what? Not only yourself you do it. Now we're going to verse number 16. Not only that, not only you curse yourself by being the man of the house. That's why you got to make sure uh, young ladies that are looking for a partnership, make sure that man is a Yahweh man. The enemy Yahweh man, and he ain't what can what make him change his mind? Because the Bible has got one rule in here. You can come out your mouth. You tell that woman I'm with you. I ain't gonna worry about you no more. I know Yahweh got you from now. If you bow out your mouth and you back with the vows that you made, Yahweh gonna take care of you. Yahweh got you. Verse 16, watch, watch it. Read a little bit. Joshua chapter 7, 
Yeah, you're 
they want to get a man because the man sounds good and smells good and got 14 shoes on. But that's going to get you thrown in the bottom of the box. So you got to obey that man for the Bible. So if you mess around and don't uh, raise, your, raise yourself to understand that the Yahweh man must be one that keeps the Torah instructions of those books. That means when come out of his mouth, he's going to stand by. Because Yahweh going to hold him to it. Now come on back, um, come on back, come on back to, uh, now we got that the way. Now I want to, uh, daughter, put a mark on what you got, daughter, I'm going to come back to that. Give me a uh, first Timothy chapter 1, verse 9 to 11. Daughter of Israel, daughter of Yahweh, and first Timothy chapter 1, 9 to 11. Listen good. First Timothy.
not a Yahweh man. For Yahweh doesn't know what to do. He don't take, he don't take back part of the price. But his wife also was peeping the question. Um, go ahead and read. His wife also being pretty. And she knew that he was holding back from part of the price. Go ahead. And brought a certain part. And brought a certain part. And laid it at the apostles' feet. And then laid down what he wanted to give. Verse 3. Right. But Peter said, What? Ananias. Ananias. Why have Satan filled your mind to the wife? So you're not a Yahweh, man. Because Satan don't got into your mouth. You know what the rules is. Go ahead. And to keep back part of the price of the land. Verse 4. While it remained, was it not thy own? And after it was sold, was it not your own power? Yeah. Why has you conceived this thing in your mouth? Go ahead. You have not lied unto me. You You don't lie to Y.H.W. Go ahead, read. Verse 5. What? And Ananias. What? Hearing these words. What happened to him? Fell down. And gave up the spirit. And gave up the, the breath. Read. Yeah, and boy. great fear came on all of them that heard. Everybody started getting nervous. Something going off in that front line. Great. And the young man arose. What? He wound, wound, wound him up. Yep. And buried him out and buried him. Took him out and buried him. Great. Seven. What? And that was about the space of three hours after. Now, three hours when his wife, not knowing, knowing what was done, well done. came in. And he, he came in. Verse 8. What? And Peter answered unto her. What? Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. Yeah. And she said, yeah. Yeah. For so much. For so much. Then Peter said unto her. What did he say up? How is it that you have agreed together to tempt the spirit of the YHWH? Yeah. Behold. The feet of them which have buried your husband are yeah. at the door uh-huh. and shall carry you out. Uh-huh. Verse 10. Then fell she down straightway at his feet and yielded up the spirit. And the young man came in and found her dead and carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. So you see, now what kind of man was this? An unrighteous man. An uh, unyachwali man. But guess what? She knew that he was, but she looked at all the money he had coming in, and she became just like him, ignoring the law and caused herself to have a death. Because he knew by being a Yahweh man, what did he supposed to do when he, when he sold that possession? So we can read. gave a tenth. Exactly, he folded it up. And since he didn't do it, she knew of it. There was death on him and death on his whole family behind him. So you see, that's why you got to make sure you got a Yahweh man. And a Yahweh man will say, look, this is what we got to do. She said, I agree. Because we got the example. So you see, that's why it's very important to make sure you got a Yahweh man. Now let's go to um, uh, Timothy 3. What I want. What I want is 2 Timothy 3. I want uh, 2 Timothy 3. Three down the first side. What that say? First one is bring it out. Second Timothy chapter three. Yeah. Three down the first side. Whatever that say. What that say? Well, the second Timothy chapter three, mm-hmm. verse three to five. What it say? Second Timothy chapter three, verse three read. What? Without natural affection. No, that ain't what I want. Make it first Timothy three, three to five. I, I want something that don't that don't sound like what I want. 